0: You are listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast, my favorite podcast to listen to on long flights across the galaxy. This is the way. We wanted men.
1: Welcome to episode 160, right Jason? 61. 61 of the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. Yes, sir. Your favorite Star Wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy. We sound a little weird today because Jason and I are in person on my back deck smoking cigars in celebration of things.
0: Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. Cool.
1: yeah how was uh, your week jason
0: it was busy yeah it's been insanely busy on different fronts uh, i went out to dallas for work uh, my company is a construction company but they did implode three buildings uh which was crazy to see in person um but yeah i was in dallas was able to check out um uh, what are the stores Order Holocron S- Holocron Toys in Order 66 which was cool
1: which one was better
0: I'd have to go with Holocron just because Order 66 half of the store was closed when I got there and so I was a little disappointed when I got there because first of all they bought Rebelscum.com which is I think an important website in the mm-hmm. formation of the collecting community a lot of the stuff happened on
1: I was, I was nervous when my wife discovered Rebel Scum and decided to log into it. So she's learning all kinds of stuff that I... Not that I don't want her to learn, but that just means she's going to spend more money on Ewoks.
0: Yeah. I think that was an important place. Like I think there's a camp that went to the uh, Collector Archive. I think there's another camp. And maybe they went to both, went to Rebel Scum Forums. Or maybe you went to one to learn about the hobby and then you went to Rebel Scum Forums to interact with the hobby. Either way it's important and to walk into this toy store that's kind of taking the reins uh, there was nothing there that said rebelscum.com other than a magnet so you had to go looking for it and they were they got some new inventory in Uh, it was like an old store in the mall it was like a I don't know uh, I want to say like a not a crate barrel but Mm. like a for, uh, just a normal just store. Just a normal store. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was looking for a normal store. It's
1: a lot different doing this in person than it is on the internet. But you know,
0: when the, you walk in a store and then there's like two different pathways to go to the back of the store, mm-hmm. one of the pathways was closed off because they had new inventory. So I felt like I was walking in half a store. Oh, that stinks. And it was, for the most part, modern stuff. Prices were decent. Um,. But, yeah, it's a lot of Power of the Force 2, Episode 3. Uh, they had a lot of vintage collection, which I was happy to see. A lot of Black Series. but And in the back of that one section was the gaming room. But nothing really that announced Rebelscum.com or anything, Other than, like I said, that one magnet. So I was disappointed with that. Uh, and then I went across town because that store is in Dallas. And it's crazy that there's essentially two cities there. There's Dallas and then there's Fort Worth. Okay. And so I went all the way over to Fort Worth for Holocron, which is a good store. They had a great selection of vintage stuff. They had carded, vintage, uh, graded. And then they had carded, vintage, and star cases. A lot of it was asked for prices, so I'm sure that they were oh. looking at the latest eBay sales for their prices.
1: There's nothing better than that. Hey, man, how much is your price? Hold on, let me look on eBay. And there's some listed for, but not sold for.
0: So uh walked around there their prices seemed a little high but i mean they are brick and mortar and they only sold star wars there was no uh micro machines no galoob stuff it Aww. was it was all hasbro and kenner uh they did have some disney droids but those were really expensive really some of those were selling for 65 70 bucks damn so it was cool it was cool to go around and, and drive around and uh Dallas is, is insane for somebody who's not from Dallas. The roads, there's, it felt like there was a billion highways. And every two minutes, there's an interchange. Uh, it's almost like, I know they call them spaghetti junctions, but it's almost like someone grabbed some wet spaghetti, threw it on a, a plate <laughs> and said, that's the map of Dallas. Because every few minutes, you're switching to another highway. Sometimes there's toll roads, but to get on the toll roads, it's the left exit. Sometimes it's the right exit. It's it's just a mess.
1: Well, the important question is: Did you have any barbecue while you were out there?
0: Yes. Good. Yes, I did. I also saw the creator, another Gareth Edwards movie, who directed Rogue One. Uh, I won't spoil it too much, but I felt like it was a phenomenal sci-fi film.
1: Yeah, I guess I got to go see that. Oh. Um, and then there's something else coming out on Netflix too, right? Or did I see some like another sci-fi? It's, Wasn't it? It's possible somebody was going to write a star wars movie or yes. wrote a star wars movie and lucasfilm turned it down yeah so he turned it into a normal. Zack
0: snyder turned it into two movies yeah like i heard someone talking about this on another podcast uh the creator doesn't feel like a star wars movie there's some inspiration from different movies um but it doesn't feel like this is star wars where i feel like when, when i watch rebel moon you can be like oh that's an Imperial officer oh that's a stormtrooper oh that's your Jedi hero
1: right because I think they even have like swords like laser swords
0: yeah I'm afraid that it's going to be too similar to Star Wars and who knows maybe we'll watch the movie and be like uh, I'm glad they didn't turn that into a Star Wars
1: <laughs> either that or they'll be like man this is better than the sequels
0: but it was a good time um, I guess you didn't pick anything up while you were out there <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick anything up while I was out there, but everything came in. So on my way to the airport, I had some time to kill. I had like a half hour to kill. So I walked into Target, and they had that new Mandalorian speeder bike for 22 bucks. It was 50% off. Nice. So I bought that.
1: In Dallas or here?
0: Here. Okay. So I was sitting in my car the whole time, and I realized I already had one coming, full price.
1: <laughs> Just go return one.
0: So I have one to open.
1: Oh, okay, there you
0: go. Well, I can't. If I return one, I don't want to return the one that I ordered online. Anyways, I have one to open, so I got that. Also, while I was out, I got the uh, Destroy the Death Star Battle Pack from Micro Galaxy Squadron.
1: Uh huh.
0: That came in. Uh, my other speeder bike came in. Uh, Luke and Grogu from the Vintage Collection, that came in. <laughs> Uh, Darth Vader Black Series the one where he's got the cut open mask oh nice I thought that was cool so I got that and then I got the four pack from the vintage collection with three uh Squid Head and th- the two dudes that go on the um, sail barge mm-hmm. I got them because I got one to open to put on the sail barge and one to uh, keep in the package and I don't do that other than things that relate to Jabba's Palace
1: because that damn salacious crumb guy
0: because of the barge actually Oh yeah. I got the barge and it was empty for the longest time and then Hasbro started to support them so I grabbed support the, that section of the movies I should say although I will I went over to Rich's before I went he's like I gotta show you something so before I went to Dallas this was like Tuesday night because mm-hmm. I had to leave to get home to watch Ahsoka he's like uh, come on over I wanna show you something so I go over there He's like, we're going to tear this apart. I'm like, what? <laughs> so he opens up his, his Javas Palace, and he starts drilling into it. And he starts, he's like, we're going to put a light here. We're going to put a light here. I'm going to put a light here. So he was, like, enhancing it. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so he's adding lights to his. Lights. It looks phenomenal. It looks like just out of Java's Palace. It's, it's pretty awesome.
1: And he's probably just doing it, like, nonchalantly, because he knows what it, in his head he's done it so many times, and you're just sitting there going, oh, my God, he's drilling in the freaking... TVC stuff, yes, yeah. hundred and fifty dollar figure, or
0: to- two hundred and
1: twenty-five dollars. Two hundred and twenty-five dollar playset. Well, he's not going to get a hold of my ghost then. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I also have a couple other things come in, and we'll talk about it next week. I feel like that's enough gluttony for one one uh, week. I, I told myself I'm not going to buy anything. I got things I got to prepare for. You know, I need some frames. I need to do this. Um so I was just a little shocked that everything was coming in the mail because it's worn it off. Right. How about you? Did you pick um, anything up? Enough I, of me.
1: I got the Ahsoka 2-pack from Micro Galaxy Squadron. I uh, got
0: that too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you open yours? Uh,
0: I have not. Not yet, no.
1: I've seen a lot of complaints with them. Uh, I'm starting to see a lot more complaints with the Micro Galaxy stuff as far as uh, quality control. Like, they're missing some of the quality control. Like, the, you know, the some wings are missing on some of the... Um, starships. My my two came in fine. Because uh, it's a, it's, her, it's her Jedi starfighter, and then the thing that looks like a, a tie fighter. Yeah. I don't know what that one's called.
0: A Titan. Wait.
1: The thing that looks like a Jedi starfighter that looks like a tie fighter. Like the very like first iteration the of the its... wing No, it's hers. It's like the Jedi starfighter. They just came out with like an Anakin and an Obi Wan oh. version.
0: It's sort of like... Yes, yes, yes. The, the, the later version, the Revenge of the Sith version.
1: Okay, well then they're both Jedi Starfighters. Um, but I hadn't seen any issues with those. Uh, what else? I finished my... I built my Lego Ghost, the new one, and there's some improvements on it, but when you set them side by side, it's... They look like the same ship, which they are. <laughs> but they've done some stuff to hide some from some of the spaces. They, they've done because uh, if you look at the ship you could see the old one you could see straight into it this one they kind of built some gribbly or something to hide it that you said in there to yep. hide that that gap and uh, this one you can open up and they've actually got a little like whatever fruit i can't think of it that uh, ezra leaves hera and yep. the, they've got that little crate of that in there uh so it's a good ship I'm, I'm happy to have it uh did i need to have it no but it's the ghost i want all the ghost uh and then I picked up our buddy Jordan, found, I had the Sabine Black Series on order on Amazon, pre-order on Amazon, but it's not going to come out till like, another month. And they've been hitting Walmarts, and Jordan found one for me, picked it up. And that, by far, that is an amazing figure, except for the helmet being too damn big.
0: Cool. I yeah. have to see that. I haven't looked at it. We've been busy with other things that you're placing.
1: Yeah, I need to. It's it's downstairs. We we'll go look at it. Um, um, but I mean, I don't. I have to compare it to Bo-Katan, and I haven't compared it to the Bo-Katan or the Boba Fett. I haven't. I haven't had that much time or cared that much. Actually, I haven't cared that much, because her head sculpt is is an incredible. I mean, it it looks just like the live action Sabine uh, on the head sculpt of her. So I mean, it's kind of it's a shame to hide that head sculpt under a bucket. Uh, but. It it and it the Jedi hunter, which is what she's affectionately called, that version, uh, is my favorite version of Sabine. So to have to finally have that in a figure, is is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, um, I
1: think that's yeah.
0: The uh, big news this week: the writers' strike is over, Mm-hmm. so writers can go back to work. However, it's kind of a like. For late-night talk shows, they can do that. For movies, you can't do that because you'd be crossing the picket line.
1: Right, the the actors are still on strike. Yeah, the
0: actors are still on strike. So they can't really work on movies and stuff, but the discussions can happen. Um, You can't go to set. So I would imagine, like, Donald Glover can go home and write Lando. Uh, He just can't go to set and film it.
1: But do you really think he was not writing Lando
0: I thought it was weird the timing of the announcement that Deadline was reporting that it's being turned into a movie instead of a TV show in the middle of a writer's strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless that was that decision was made prior to the writer's strike. right? Um, but yeah, I don't think people were writing.
1: You think people were just not writing at yeah. all? They weren't just, yeah. okay, weren't
0: stockpiling stuff? Yeah, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. That, yeah, they were doing the right thing. Okay. They could make ideas and stuff, but... Uh, I don't think they did any script writing until the strike was over. But as far as other big news, so we were pimping this out for a while. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And you can
1: sleep better now.
0: I can sleep better. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the Georgia Alliance, we're putting on a mini convention in May, May 4th, called Rogue Fun. And uh, so the New York Club did the annual. Their first one, they had about 80, 90 people attend. The second one they had 60 people attend so i was figuring we might get 70 if we're lucky i was really worried not to hit that full top mark and so thursday night when i was in dallas i went out saw the creator friday night i decided to stay at the hotel uh because tickets were going to go on sale seven o'clock eastern time six o'clock dallas time and so uh yeah seven o'clock rolls around and We did it like a claim system, so ticket, I want a ticket, I want a ticket, I want a ticket. And we sold out 110 spots in the first 12 hours. Yeah. And um, I was just nonstop. My brain was buzzing. I couldn't fall asleep that night. I went to bed at 1130 Eastern Standard Time uh, with like 80, 82 people signed up. And I was just like, I can't believe this. Woke up at 4, and we had uh, 4 in the morning eastern time and we had five spots left. Yeah. And when I woke up at I went back to sleep around 5 cuz when I got up at 4:30, I decided to make that sold out graphic cuz I was <laughs> like we're going to need this today. Yeah. Holy crap. And yeah, woke up at 8:30 and the last ticket had sold and I posted that thing and I was just I was still like half asleep and I'm like I can't believe I'm posting this but we're sold out.
1: Yeah. And you, I can tell in the chats because you were, you know, you were being real reserved and now you're just like foot to the, you know, pedal to the metal, let's do this. We, we've got the funding, we don't have to worry about it, we don't have to sweat it, and we're good. Yeah. Let's go.
0: Yeah, because the way I've been approaching it is like, um, I think this is like the way that government works. Like, we've got a problem, solve it, move to the next problem. That problem, solve it, move to the next problem. So the first problem was selling tickets. Mm-hmm. That's long, solved. so... Now it's on to the next thing. So I I had anticipated inviting some of the panelists on to talk about the panels, to pimp it up. (laughs) Uh, Now that it's a closed event, essentially, because the tickets are sold out, I'm like, maybe we just keep keep everything for the Mm wrap-up. Yeah. Because we even have a wait list, too. Right. And I feel really bad because I want to have more people come, but the room is limiting the number of people we can get to. Sit there and, and comfortably sit around and talk. And so,
1: yeah, and it's, I have, there's been people that are like, oh man, I was doing something Friday night. And they, they had the same assumption that they would have time. And it's like, get on the wait
0: list. See, I, I just, it blew me away. I couldn't believe it. And now, now the job is to uh, create a premium event that is fun and is worthy of the people's travels because,
1: well, it's tw- in the title. So it needs to be Road fun, fun. real <laughs> fun. Yeah,
0: we got to play that up. We got to make it feel like a premium event, and we have to. Uh, um, what was the other thought? Uh, only twenty people are here in Georgia. Right. Everybody else is coming from other places, so mm-hmm. it needs to make it be a, a an event worthy of travel.
1: Right. There's a lot of people, and even the room block sold out. So the room block we had at the hotel sold out. So
0: We're, well, or. Oh, in case people are freaking out, (laughs) I'm working on getting more rooms.
1: You just call her up and go, Hello there. What do we have here?
0: I'm working on it. Yeah.
1: Well, I always get my Lando and my Obi Wan Kenobi confused.
0: Well, what do we have here? Hello there.
1: (laughs) And I always want to go, Well, hello there. And it's not Lando Calrissian
0: So that's the update on Rogue Fun. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be a good time. I will make sure that uh, it will be a good time. We will make sure it's a good time. Yes,
1: it'll be a fun time.
0: And uh, that's the last you'll hear about that for a while. <laughs> until, the, until the wrap-up show. Until, yeah, late May.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. there's a couple of shows. There's the Swap Meet, Powder Spring Swap Meet, next weekend on the 7th. The 14th Second Chance is hosting our swap meet. And then the weekend after that is Chattanooga Comic Con. So it'll be a busy few weeks.
0: Yeah, the Georgia meetup. Georgia meetup. Georgia, sec- meet Georgia Alliance meetup. Georgia
1: Alliance meetup is on the 14th at Second Chance Toys. So uh, that's a good one to get in if you guys... If you know, I know some people get nervous about going to people's houses. This is a neutral site location, so it's a good, good way to get your foot in the door if you guys are in Georgia or can make it.
0: So... I did watch Ahsoka Tuesday night. I raced home, watched Ahsoka, packed, and then got on the plane Wednesday. So uh, today at lunch, I was like, oh crap, we're recording tonight because this has to drop on Tuesday, (laughs) and uh, I scrubbed through it quickly on uh, my phone and took some notes, so let me go through those notes, and we can talk about what you liked and what you didn't like. Uh, Overall, what did you think of... The, pod, uh, the, podcast. the podcast Overall this, what do you think about this podcast this, so far pod- Tell me how's uh, it going for it's you It's going
1: great I've got a beer and a cigar so I'm good
0: So there's going to be a second podcast after this
1: Yes I think that we will, we'll do it till we get tired of each other
0: What did you <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, what did you think of this episode
1: I am finally excited I liked Ahsoka from the beginning But I'm finally We're finally like tying up the loose ends And the stuff that I wanted to see so I'm I'm I really enjoyed this episode um yeah I, I the last couple since Thrawn showed up they've been like 10 out of 10 for me okay which is cool. what I've been wanting the, the like I said when we recorded last week when Thrawn when I knew Thrawn was showing up I was nervous about you know I was like oh crap we're getting Thrawn and there was that nervousness that nervous excitement um, and it, there's a there was, it was it wasn't as bad last week, and I think that tomorrow night I'm going to be a basket case, um, so we can get into that after we're done with the wrap up because there's rumors circling around and.
0: Yeah. So, if, yeah. we can break this down by scene. The first scene was the uh, the trial. Yes. Hera's <laughs> on trial of sorts for her mission to Sea Toss. Um, it was unsanctioned. And I'm just like, I don't understand why they're freaking out so much that Hera's gone to Sea Toss. It, it was three X Wings and her ship. It's her ship. Right. She can go wherever she wants. It's, I think it's the, the three X Wings that's probably the problem. But it was but,
1: six X Wings and three came back.
0: True. So that's probably the problem. You killed three people,
1: right? Um, and I, I think it's it's just felony, sort of saying where the the new republic is right now that they don't care about. They're more into infighting than worrying about a threat. Yeah, and, and it's just they're caught in red tape right now, and it's sad. It, and I think they're coming. They're becoming what they didn't want to be, what they fought against, which was the
0: empire. So. Yeah, so they discussed the Imperial remnants remnants at this this thing, and they did say that they referenced Gideon from Mando Season 3 and his whole thing on the Mandalore. And uh, so this shows us that we are post-Mando Season 3, so when Ahsoka was in the Space Whales, uh, the Purgles, there was no chance of Grogu seeing them.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Because that all happened after Mando Season 3. Um but I, I squealed like a pig with my man. Spoilers for this episode. Uh, C-3PO came out. Yeah. On behalf of Princess Leia to say that Leia uh, sanctioned this thing.
1: I never thought I'd cry to C-3PO. I never thought that I would cry when I saw C-3PO until I saw him on freaking this TV show.
0: C-3PO, and I did the same thing with R2-D2 and Mando Season 2. Are quintessential star wars to me mm-hmm. and so when i see that my my heart starts singing star wars <laughs> nothing but star nothing wars star wars <laughs> c3po is star wars
1: and it was nice seeing him and then you hear him bring up leia and you were kind of thinking are we going to see a, a little hologram leia because it would be a real easy i think easy way to get leia in there uh, with, where they wouldn't have to do a whole lot of makeup to somebody, uh, you know, because they'd be a little bitty hologram. Um, but they mentioned her and, and we, we didn't get to see what was on the holodisc, So
0: That hologram that you see in Star Tours of Leia that comes out and tells you your mission uh, was post her her death. And so I don't know what they did. It looks phenomenal. It doesn't look like CG. It doesn't look like the Rogue One Leia. Um it looks great, so I could see them doing a hologram like that.
1: Is it... Um,
0: but it comes up with the ethical question, is it right?
1: Which version of Leia is it?
0: The one in Star Tours is the Episode four, Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi kind of wow. hologram.
1: I haven't seen that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, so C-3PO comes out. I also thought, we can get, get back to the show in a second, that... Uh, Anthony Daniels had said when he finished episode 9 he was retiring the character so I thought this was a new actor because I felt like when C-3PO stood his back was arched way too far back Right. like this is somebody who doesn't know how to embody C-3PO but it was Anthony Daniels Yeah. the voice kind of sounded off and I know he's old but it was Anthony Daniels it was Mm -hmm. him he was on set
1: well getting back to the ethical thing I don't want to go off on too but anyway um, that's part of the reason with the actor strike because we know uh, background actors and they were even talking they go they scanned me and they i assigned up my rights away so if yeah. they want to use me in another another movie they can so i mean it's definitely something that uh some I, eth- ethical and yeah. you know where that started avatar back to the future too
0: oh yeah way back then yeah oh, that yeah.
1: started that far back
0: yeah because they were trying to fake it
1: Right, with the, the Christian... They tried replacing Christian, Christian Glover. Glover.
0: They threw him upside down and they tried to mimic the voice without saying that it wasn't him. Right. Um, the senator, uh, Jono? Jono? Like, I guess he's related to the character in Resistance. He's hit the dad. He's the dad? Yeah, of the main character in Resistance. I'm uh, Earmuffs, kids. This guy's an asshole. <laughs> you know, it's good when Jason curses. I I can't stand this guy. Like mm-hmm. There's never been a... Uh, I love Star Wars. There's never been a character I've wanted to punch more in the face than this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, where's this rage coming from?
1: Right. It's it's like, did something happen between him and Hera? Or
0: Is he like a flat earther? Like, like, there's no way you can convince me otherwise the Earth is flat kind of guy? Like, there's no way you can... Like, the Empire's gone. No, it's right. gone. No, right. it's gone. He's being presented with evidence that there's a possibility of the Empire coming back. No, 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 no.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and there's. I'm sure. I'm hoping we'll see why he's such a jerk to to Hera, uh, but he may just be pissed off that she can do whatever the hell she wants to do, and kind of feels that way. Or she's still acting like it's a rebellion when he feels it's not.
0: I felt the same way, and I have to compare this to Order of Phoenix when. Uh, so at the end of Goblet of Fire, Harry sees that Voldemort's back, hmm. and all of the book because these are long books. All of the book, everyone's like, "No, Voldemort's not back." And Mm-hmm. Porter Phoenix. And I'm like, guys, just listen to the kid. He's not making this up. Nobody was listening. They're just so set in their ways. It right. It's just so frustrating.
1: Well, I mean, it could be the same type of situation. I mean, it is the same type of situation. It right?
0: is. That's why I bring it up. Like, right. It's just incredibly frustrating to, as a viewer, to see these characters and not punch them in the face.
1: Right. Well, that's what's funny is because like my uh, my my mom was doing... Uh, went, was somewhere, and like she wa- I guess it was like Gold Rush or something, like this reality TV show where a guy was a real asshole. And she walked up to the guy and she goes, I just want to punch you in the face. He goes, I get that a lot. Do you
0: know the other problem with this character, though, mm-hmm. Hera even called him out because like some of us were fighting against the Empire mm-hmm. while others were, you know, sitting back. This guy was just sitting back. He did nothing to help, but he can sit on this high horse and say, No, the Empire's not coming back when he mm-hmm. did absolutely nothing.
1: I guess I need to rewatch uh, Resistance or watch the second season of Resistance. Uh, as bad as it sucks. Well, I enjoyed it for what it was. You kind of have to t- put your your rose colored glasses on when you watch that.
0: Um, I didn't hear. So, what's his name? Made some comment about like droids. Delivering yes. messages, <laughs> and we don't need to hear from droids or something like right, that.
1: Right? It is coming from a, <laughs> coming from a droid. How can you bring this in from a droid or listen or listen to a droid?
0: Yeah. And Chopper goes, "What? What? Oh! Mm-hmm. I didn't hear the WTF that other people heard.
1: Well, to say that I think everybody's saying Chopper saying that because it sounds like he says that a lot. Um, but he's actually, I, I can't understand him. And there, there again, we have Chopper from the head up. What the? come on guys give me some real chopper
0: so but there is a sidebar that happens after this whole thing Hera's kind of cleared for the moment and Mom Moth brings her aside and is like how real is this threat and Hera says you know we're planning for the worst and hoping for the best
1: right and um, somebody did mention that in, a, in all the EU books that it, it harkens back to the EU because Han, Leia and Luke were always doing shady stuff in the background and that just you know it brings back what Leia was uh, oh. in the EU
0: um, then we cut to hyperspace where Ahsoka's training and there's a whole hologram of Anakin Skywalker that was so awesome uh, in full Clone Wars gear talking about how Ahsoka will be up against Count Dooku and Asaj Ventress and General Grievous and these are the worst of the worst
1: and there you see the ah oh, shoot the Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> <Yeah>. memes <laughs> yeah. coming up. Um, I thought that was cool. I didn't like the tr- uh, necessarily Ahsoka training. It felt very forced or very stiff. But I thought that scene was really cool because when you do see uh, Hayden, you only see him from like the waist down, and you're you're kind of like, all right, are we back in the world between worlds? You don't realize what's happening uh, the first few seconds of that scene. Yeah. Uh, and then you show that it's a hologram, and then that harkens back to Rebels because Anakin did those, uh, basically, did training videos for everybody, or would, they were free, or I don't know how I don't know how to to put modern terms, but that was he was it was his he was known for having uh, training videos because Ezra was watching them, and there was actually a scene with him and Ahsoka uh, talking about the videos. And it's almost, you could, somebody on TikTok or something, put them back-to-back, back and it's their videos, uh, what Ahsoka's watching, what Ezra's watching, they very, almost mirror each other, uh, so it was kind of cool.
0: Uh, so after that, sensors are beep- beeping, they're coming out of hyperspace, uh, they can detect that there's something out outside the whale, uh, they get outside the whale, and the Empire is laid a trap, there's mines everywhere.
1: Where the hell did they get that many mines?
0: Uh, they came prepared. Okay.
1: That was a shit ton of mines. I I was that was my first thought was like I was expecting, you know, five or six, not hundreds.
0: Okay. <laughs> what? That's where your suspension of disbelief comes from.
1: Well, that's when I just had you just have to stop it and be like, eh, they they yeah. Freaking thrawn.
0: Yeah, the empires laid mines around the planets, the Purgles take off and they're like, Peace!
1: Mm-hmm. We're not gonna
0: be part of this anymore. We did what we needed to do. Uh, The whales blast off into space. Ahsoka navigates to the mines.
1: What I liked about that also is Hu Yang was like, well, at least we're covered by the whales. And then the whales take off, and Ahsoka's like, damn it, you, Hu Yang.
0: Yeah, you just had to say something. Yeah. So Imperial fighters, they chase after uh, uh, Ahsoka, um, and she goes into the debris field to hide and and get away from them. Um, She finds a spot. She hangs out. And uh, we cut to... The planet where Sabine and Ezra are hanging out, and Sabine catches Ezra up to date uh, about the status of the universe. Emperor's gone, allegedly.
1: Allegedly, that was that was somebody had said. That's a total jab at the sequels uh, by Dave Filoni.
0: No, I I can see how you interpret that, but there's no physical proof that the Emperor's dead. Right. We all know because we saw Return of the Jedi, but from the perspective of somebody who's living in the universe. Um, who knows? Right. It's just a rumor.
1: Yeah. That, that I found that a very touching scene from being a Rebels fan is watching the two of them catch up. And we also got the, the mention of Zeb and Hera and...
0: It was weird that, you know, Kanan was his tr- master. Right. And be like, uh, you know, Hera and Kanan had a kid. Uh, yeah. That seems like a major... Point to leave out uh, catching someone up, like the person that you loved who trained you has a kid.
1: I think she's trying to hold back some stuff, and I think the and there again, how the hell else was she going to get there, besides you know hopping on a plane or hopping on a on a spaceship without Thrawn, you know Thrawn finding Ezra you found Thrawn no matter how you did it so I don't think you know people are like oh Sabine did all this evil stuff but there again I don't think it's that evil because no matter how you f- you find one you find the other one
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and there's always that risk that he's gonna you know Thrawn's gonna come back
0: Thrawn asks the night sisters to find Ahsoka so they use that ball thing that they have to do that Ahsoka reaches out to the forest similarly to what uh, Luke does with Leia on Cloud City. Yeah. Um, and somehow through the Force, the Sisters are able to pick up on that frequency and locate where the por- por- point of origin is in the Force, if you will. Right. To use, like, radar terms. And the Empire opens up fire on Ahsoka. She has to get the hell out of there. Uh, and then there's a weird scene where we kind of get a little bit more about Balan. Balon. Right. Um, what he's up to. Uh, Balon... And Shin, they part ways. Uh, Balin tells her to take her place in the new Empire. His path lies in another direction. Um,
1: and that, again, that's sort of the same uh, poetry rhyming with, uh, you know, the Empire telling Luke to strike Vader down and stuff. So it it, that, it kind of, that whole scene, that whole scene reminded me of that. Not as dramatic, but yeah. it definitely had echoes of that.
0: And so, like... Part of me is like, if you're parting, won't you just cut her Padawan braids and say you're a master now? Um, otherwise, yeah. it feels like he's leaving her half-trained.
1: Well, she kind of just stared at him like... What
0: the, the hell's going on?
1: Right. She quoted Chopper at that point.
0: Um, so we can get into Balon in a second, because... Uh, oh, he- I have theories. Yeah, I have theories, too. The raiders attack Sabine and Ezra... Uh, like a caravan uh, they circle up to protect themselves ahsoka flies over this whole scene and she sees what's going on uh, she jumps out of her ship and and does a rematch with Balin um, Sabine tries to give Ezra the weapons like a blaster or a lightsaber
1: right he's like she's like here's your saber back
0: and he says the force is my ally
1: <laughs> it was so Ezra though it's
0: so Ezra like it screams Ezra it's it's perfect yeah. And he uses Force Karate to stop the Raiders until Shin shows up.
1: And, um, and he was like, lightsaber? Oh, crap. Because when uh, Shin shows up.
0: Yeah. Shin shows up. She uses her lightsaber. He actually uses the Force to catch it in midair. And you can see the distortion. 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 The distortion, yeah. The distortion thank you. Yeah. That, of, that, of that moment
1: made me go, oh, crap. Because you really feel how powerful Ezra is.
0: Yep. And so, at the end of this battle, Shin is cornered. Uh, Ahsoka and Sabine have won Uh, this match, this round of the match. Yes, this round, yeah. And uh, until stormtroopers show up, and things break loose, all hell breaks loose. uh, Ahsoka shows up, and she fights Shin. Uh, They're able to stop the stormtroopers, and Thrawn calls everyone back because because of the loss of Balin. Like that was the piece of the puzzle that he did not foresee.
1: That's right, and he had kind of typical Thrawn because they had like a little camera there, and it was showing uh, like a chess match going on. Yes, back at the ship.
0: So that was the piece that he didn't foresee, uh, because he knows that they're outnumbered. He knows they're going to lose. He doesn't want to lose any more stormtroopers. He calls them all back because even though he's lost the battle, the main priority for him was to get everything loaded onto the star destroyer. He had enough time to do that. And so he's pretty much ready to go back to the other galaxy. Yeah.
1: And uh, that's typical Thrawn, man. Dave knows had a right for that, man.
0: Yeah. I'm sure they brought in uh, Timothy's on, too, a little bit. Yeah. Um, Ahsoka gives Shin the opportunity to join them, and Shin runs away with that wolf creature. We have a nice reunion underneath the uh, Jedi Starfighter. Uh, the three heroes are together. Ahsoka, um, Sabine, and Ezra. Right. Right uh yeah hu yang shows up with this ship and we cut to the credits and we've only got one episode but
1: left you miss him saying well i guess i'm really going home and that there is another moment where you know you're like yeah yeah this is real so yeah i was real happy <clears throat> excuse me i was happy with this episode uh, i'm happy with the reunion i'm happy with the you know the mention of zeb was was kind of fun um yeah, I, I, the last three episodes. As soon as Thrawn showed up, this it took a very it it was been pedaled to the metal with this show. Um, I was kind of hoping it would have happened a little sooner, but I just have a feeling it's going to wrap up in in ten minutes, and we're going to have an air uh, of the Empire Empire Strikes Back ending to this uh, this season.
0: Yeah, I do think so. The threads that they've laid is rescuing uh, Ezra. Mm-hmm. Where's Ezra? We, f- we know where he is. Rescuing him. We're with him so we can go back. We've got the ship. Um, the other was Thrawn coming back is the other thread. So I think that's the only other thing that they really need to answer this season. Mm-hmm. Does Thrawn come back? I think that's a yes. Um, I don't think we're going to get like a Return of the Jedi ending. I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed if they're thinking all the threads are going to be tied up. I think we're just going to see a new position of the galaxy where Thron comes back we might learn what what's his cargo is yeah um I think the only thing is like is Sabine and Ezra oh, uh, uh, sorry is Ahsoka and Balon gonna go back and fight one more time I do think that Balon he's they've kind of hinted it throughout the season that this planet is the starting point of Jedi or maybe the starting point of the force He's talked. He's talked about how he doesn't like the Empire, how he didn't like the Jedi. So I'm wondering if he's looking for like pure, unfiltered Force. Is he going to try to join the Force, and not in its purest form?
1: Right. I mean, he may. Uh, yeah. I I think we're gonna. I think that's going to be our end credit scene. Is going to be Bail on finding whatever he was looking for, and then it's going to fade to black.
0: I do think we'll get a Morgan Elsbeth in a Ahsoka fight. Oh. Um, because the actress did talk about working like 17 hours on a fight or something like that. 17 days working on a fight. We haven't seen that yet, so that's right. going to come up.
1: Well, I'm sure she's going to catch up with the Star Destroyer, with the chimera, and I think uh, they're
0: going to try to stop Thrawn and Thrawn gets away.
1: Yeah, and then they've got to jump in a space whale and make it back. And there's going to be a time jump or something. I think you're going to see them leaving... And then you're going to see them all arriving, and then...
0: Um, I think Hugh Yang can get them back on their own.
1: Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling there's a... I've heard rumors of there's a very good tie-up. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who plays Hera, said that there's a very touching end to... There's definitely a wrap-up with Rebels.
0: With rebels, right? There's with definitely with rebel characters. With rebel characters, like oh, okay. the
1: rebel series wraps up in in this season. Oh, so there's a there's a something's going to happen with all the rebels crew.
0: Yeah, I mean it would be nice to see Hera and Ezra hug.
1: Right. Um, I think we're going to get that, and there's also been rumors because of the picture of Hera having a what looks like a Freddie Pritch Jr. picture on her dashboard. That uh, there's rumors that <laughs> Kanan for Ghost. If a Canaan force ghosts.
0: We do see him in uh we don't see him, but we he is in Rise of Skywalker.
1: Yeah, which pissed Freddie Prince Jr. off. Because yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's the reason why I get pissed off in that movie. But anyways, I digress. Mm-hmm. So I Well thought-
1: Freddie Prince Jr. feels that uh, that Canaan's story's done. Yeah. But and he's not as powerful as all the other Jedi that was in that scene. Um because you even hear Ahsoka in that scene, um, so that's his argument. And, and it, you can there's a there's a um, interview with Freddie Prince Jr. and he kind of goes off the Star Wars deep end uh, with it. And he he's like, I was trained by the master. I was trained by Dave Filoni, so I know my shit. Yeah, is basically what he says. And he just he goes off. And it, it's it, it, he sounds like a crazy person, but it's fun listening to. Yeah, he found he's actually he found sounds like a black helicopter tin hat guy
0: I wonder if uh, cause I'm always trying to tie it back to Heir to the Empire Shin becomes the Mara Jade kind of character and uh, Balin becomes the Jor Saboth, but Ray Stevenson has passed away so
1: yeah they're gonna have to, well they, they have no choice but to recast him but um, that's what really sucks is he did such an awesome job on this role and it was written so well for him and he nailed it and he passes away like two months after filming rats.
0: He does. And if you look at his armor, it does look like medieval style armor both him and Shin's armor. Mm-hmm. And so he does feel like a dignified knight who once believed in it and is just is a mercenary now, but he right. still contains the uh the way he conducts himself, the way he presents himself as a knight, he still has that honor mm-hmm. almost even though he doesn't really believe the honor. Right He carries himself as a He has that
1: Right Um, There's also was a a Easter egg His belt Buckle Has a kyber crystal on it Has a green kyber crystal on it Yeah So people are thinking Is that his original kyber crystal It's possible But Um, the
0: reason it's not red His lightsaber's not red Is because he's not full Sith
1: Right So Or it's Dave Filoni Just being Dave Filoni And messing with us
0: No I would imagine that's why red is reserved for Sith mm-hmm. uh, people who fall are probably orange but yeah it was a good episode love yeah. C-3PO um I loved Ezra being Ezra mm-hmm. I love some of the faces he made like the weird smile he's like "No, nah, the force is my ally
1: right and he just he totally kicked ass um and then there was one scene where he's like can we just talk and it's totally right out of Rebels yeah um no, I like I said, I'm. I can't wait for tomorrow night. Uh, it's going to be a long 24 hours to uh, wait for tomorrow night. Yep. Um, what are you? What are your feelings? I mean, are we already pretty much covered. I it? covered my feelings. Okay. I
0: I don't think we're going to get full answers. I think everything's going to be left open for the continuation. Uh, I think this is. How do I say this? I think like, Filoni's like okay seasons one through three of the mandalorian they're introducing the universe do we, how far do we want to go we want to get a bigger universe they said you know let's do the movie let's do ahsoka let's blow this thing open uh mandalorian is big right now so let's just expand that universe and i think this is the first step in yeah. expanding the universe
1: which i'm like i said last episode the uh, skywalker saga has become faced uh stale And I can't wait to see what's coming up next. The next few years of Star Wars content is going to be amazing.
0: We uh, got an email from Lori, uh, who's written us before, and uh, I'll read that for us. It's uh, just a different perspective. I haven't read this yet, so as (laughs) I read this, I'm going to be uh, kind of soaking it in.
1: Right, and I glanced over it, so I want to hear it. Yeah.
0: Hey, Glenn. Hope you and Jason are doing well. I've been following your coverage of Ahsoka after making sure to watch each episode before first before listening i had to admit the first few episodes left me pretty cold as 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 i haven't seen shamefully haven't seen rebels so i'm not familiar with these characters i have heard someone else talk about that the same way they they never watched rebels and the first couple episodes were shaky but uh the the later episodes locked them in right um back to Lori here uh but then episode five was great and six was fantastic so now i'm well and truly hooked I just watched episode seven, so great, and I happened to notice some names in the credits which got me thinking. Now, I'm sure I'm not the first person to notice this, but I was wondering if you guys had any thoughts. The Three Night Sisters, a name uh, Clotho, <laughs> Lachesis, and Akropaw. <laughs> That's why I let you read
1: this, because there's some big names in here.
0: That would be Clotho, Lachesis, and Akropaw. Which obviously corresponds with the three, the three Greek fates named Clotho, who spun the thread, Lachesis, who measured it, and At, <laughs> gosh, <laughs> darn it, At, Ropos, who cut it. I thought it was just Dave Filoni nodding to ancient mythology, but also Skull and Haiti are the Norse wolves. Skull and Hades, who are, are the Norse Norse wolves, who chase the sun and moon across the sky, respectively. So Balon and Shin now on the same world as the three sisters something clicked in my head have the characters traveled to our galaxy far far away from theirs or have more specifically is Peridia maybe Earth thousands or even million years ago these five characters who supposed to be to be historical figures who are ancient mythologies are based on so I think what he's saying is is Paridia Earth the galaxy far far away is Star Wars Universe. And the three mythology all the mythology mythological characters come from this planet are actually earth right as I said I'm sure I'm not the only person who noticed this stuff but I but if I I'm the last horse to cross the finish line and all the rebel fans already figured this out then I guess that serves me right for not keeping up with the animated shows We'd love to see if this is something you guys have talked about already with the group or if there are other names that I've missed in the show that might add to that theory or detract from it, as always, let's encourage everyone to get their prostate checked.
1: <laughs> he uh, also sent another email about ET. Did you see it? About what? ET. I don't know if it came through.
0: Oh, I didn't get that one, but oh, hold on. No, I didn't think about that. I didn't consider. I guess in my mind, it's all a fairy tale. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with, even though, um, and using another property as an example. Uh, Tolkien did say Middle Earth is the past history of Earth, but as I read that stuff, I never really felt like it was Earth. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was just a story that took place in someone, in a multiverse. It's, it's not here. It's somewhere else. It's somebody's mind and somebody's creation. It's not. It's not real.
1: It's not. Earth. Well, he also says he sent an email. He sent a, a, another email that says ET species specific. ET species exist in that other galaxy, and they definitely visit Earth. Yes. So he goes, e. well, I guess
0: that seals the deal. And even ET uh, says "home" to Elliot or to Yoda when he sees the Yoda costume in ET. Right. E. So, yeah, um,
1: I think it's got legs. It's got a little bit of traction. Uh, you just—it it would be funny if it turns out that way. Yeah. Uh, and then there again, it also—they keep going back to stories. Yeah, because when um, Jason sees the star whales for the first time, he's like, "It's just like the stories you told me." and then next episode Hu Yang starts off with telling a story to Ahsoka so it, they just keep going and uh, Balin even talks about stories yeah so I think there's, there's there's something there we just haven't figured it out yet it's I, I, it's, it's a great I, I think it's a great theory um,
0: it's cool it's meta yeah Um. it helps you sleep at night go for it <laughs> I don't know I I, I don't subscribe to that theory but i like to keep my my food separate on my plate i finish my meat before i eat my potatoes i don't eat them at the same time so maybe you choose to do that and that's your thing
1: right i, I it's, it's a great theory it's a great theory i'm not i'm not poo-pooing on it and i think i think you've got something there but there again not not to poo-poo on your theory but every theory that's come out has been wrong so far which no. is what i've loved mine no, not your, anybody's. Oh, anybody's. Yeah. Every, every, I've stopped watching theories on TikTok. There's this one guy on TikTok who just comes up with these great theories and he does a really good job talking about it. But everything he said was wrong. And it's nothing against him. It's just Dave Filoni's writing. He I think he's going, one. it's pointing one way, but then in the background, he's in the background going, this is where I'm going and you're missing it and everything's in plain sight,
0: but you're over here and I'm over here you're overthinking it. Right. And I love that because it keeps you on your toes. Like mm-hmm. if you know the story before you start watching it, that's not an engaging story. Uh if you think it's just going to keep going left and it suddenly goes right, you're like you're engaged. Right. You're enthralled, you're connecting, you're you're participating. So I think that I think it's it's working. It's doing the thing that it's doing. Yeah. And uh I also think like the whole theory culture, I don't know if I've coined that term, you needs, just did, and you
1: put it on tape. Needs to
0: stop, and I know, like we're theorizing. We just finished theorizing ourselves, but to an, a point, to an extent, we're having fun. I don't know.
1: It's fun to talk Star oh, I need Wars. To shut my mouth. <laughs> no, it's fun to talk Star Wars, and I, I'm, I'm a little, uh, I'm concerned because rumor has it that this is only a 45 minute episode tomorrow night. Um,
0: but they said the same thing with. Mando season three. It was like forty-five minutes to finish up this season, and they did it. Yeah, I'm sure there's some battle as the star star destroyers taking off, and there's a race to stop Thrawn, and Thrawn gets away. And we cut to the other galaxy, and Thrawn arrives in some undisclosed location where the empire's the remaining empire's waiting for him. Well, like, you
1: know they're waiting for him because they've they've the Shadow Council. Oh man, wouldn't it be? Could you imagine? Him show up and you've got Moth Gideon and the Shadow Council waiting on him.
0: Yeah, that would. <laughs> yeah, because Gideon's supposed to be dead, but there's the theory that he's clones. Right. I mean, because they... he didn't have a mustache. You didn't have the mustache. You can't grow a mustache if you're a clone. <laughs> it's reserved for uh, non-clones only.
1: Are really cool people that run a spice mine.
0: No matter what happens. I've really enjoyed Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great popcorn f- uh, f- um, consuming content, I guess. Like, you don't have to think about it, uh, but if you do think about it, it goes in un- unexpected places. The characters are engaging. The villain is someone I care about because I've been a Thrawn fan for 30 some odd years. Um, Ahsoka's on point. You know, They've got the character development where she finally becomes a, a Jedi from a depressed character. Sabine who's the only character I'm a little disappointed in. Ezra is Ezra to to his faults. Mm-hmm. I think he's great. Um, I, I I think Ahsoka's been great so far, and I don't think one episode's going to kill that for me. Like, I might be disappointed with it, but the journey itself was fun.
1: Right. I, and But th- th- this is a show... Like I said, we've been waiting... I've been waiting five years for Rebels to wrap up, and I've been waiting two years for Ahsoka. Um. Uh, knowing what you're getting that you're getting Rebels Season 5 basically in Ahsoka and I'm ecstatic like you said I I don't know if you're going to be able to ruin it ruin the ride but truthfully I think the only way that my ride would be ruined is if there's not a a Rebels wrap up tomorrow night or tonight uh, in the season finale that would be the only way that I would quote unquote ruin this uh Ahsoka show for me.
0: I hope that the characters continue. I hope we we get more Hera because I think out of everybody, Hera's been my favorite character. Mm -hmm. Um, Because of her strength, her uh, commitment to doing what's right, to keeping her friends together and and knowing that there's better inside of them and pushing them to find that better. Yeah. Um, I think the way that Mary Elizabeth Winstead has acted like she's just nailing it
1: yeah the 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 casting I think has been on point this whole with everybody they did a a killer job with it Um, you know like I said I wasn't too excited about Sabine when I I wasn't excited about any of them when you see pictures but when you see them in live action and you see them talking the characters and being the characters it's been an amazing run
0: yeah,
1: and you know, yeah, Thrawn is—he's he, how old is—he's what sixty years old? A character playing Thrawn, so you and know, I think that, Thrawn's about
0: that age too. Okay, in the universe, I would imagine.
1: Um, I think they because... might—they—they could have done a better physical, but they couldn't have nailed the voice, and he couldn't have nailed the mannerisms, and he couldn't have nailed the thinking So Thrawn is more than a physical being; he's—he's he's the the embodiment, and he embodies Thrawn. And any other... They did that... If they would have cast anybody else, it would have ruined that character.
0: Because Thrawn had missions with Anakin Skywalker in the books. Right, and I think that's why... So that's why he's younger. He was younger back then. He's older now.
1: Right, and uh, that's when he paused. Everybody, um, there's a theory that... When, uh, <laughs> there's another theory, but uh, when he... Crap, hold on. Let me let me gather my thoughts for a second. When, when he finds out that Ezra was trained by Anakin... When he asked if there's only one ship, there's a move that, Her- that uh, from Clone Wars that Ahsoka coins that instead of launching the pointing the launch bay towards the battle, it points she points the launch bay away from the battle, so that the ships can get out. And um, I forgot what that move's called, but anyway, that that's I think what Thrawn was thinking about when he asked if there was only one ship. But you just I. There's so much, there's so much that with the EU and with the books and it, it's becoming Marvel, you know, where you have to watch and know, so you can, you can enjoy it without knowing everything, but when you know everything, it makes it that much better.
0: Yeah. We are collecting podcasts, so I do want to talk about Hasbro for a second and I, I'm sorry to dump on them some more, but I do feel like the fact that. Uh, Lucasfilm is keeping everything close to the chest and they're not sharing stuff in advance of shows uh, that entitles Hasbro to not make the stock that they once made. We're not going to get the tertiary characters. Uh, we're, it's a struggle to get secondary characters too mm-hmm. um, because they don't need to. They can just sit back, wait and then make three figures from each show and then move on. Cause you, when you, I know like Andor wasn't a very they call it toyetic show. Because it's just a couple main characters uh, who are human. I I, that's probably not a show to get toys, but because it's an adult show, right? it's not going to be for kids, and kids aren't going to watch that and be like, hey, I want my Cassian figure, I want my uh, it's been too long, Luthan figure. Um, Hasbro can just sit back and be like, well, we don't need to do anything to support that. And I feel like that's what's going on. Like They don't really feel the need to make the, the secondary characters and with the rate that ha- uh, Lucasfilm's making these shows, they can sit on their sit in the back burner and let the show. Where am I going with this? Let them. Where am I going with this? Let the show develop. Let, no, or... let the... <sighs> I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. I was on a roll. Doggone it, Jason! No, they don't have to make the secondary characters, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's frustrating because I I enjoy some of those secondary characters.
1: Well, if we don't get whatever that main stormtrooper is, that's a um, a fail on Hasbro. Captain part. Enoch. Captain Enoch.
0: I, they're going to make Captain Enoch, but
1: hey, you know that... what Hasbro's most excited about? All they have to do is paint some red on some stormtroopers, and <laughs> people are going to buy them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the frustrating part. It seems like given the option of making a new character, we've talked about this, or repainting, they're going to repaint. So, the Stormtroopers, I'm not worried about because that's right. an easy repaint. And with the digital painting that they kind of do, because um, when you look at the characters' faces, you can see the speckles of where they've applied the paint. It's not like a paintbrush, it's like digitally pinpoint mm-hmm. kind of paint. Uh, they don't need to, they're not going to make the, the face characters because it's going to cost too much money. They'll, they'll right. make another Mandalorian before they make a Jason
1: and I'd love to have you know what and and I want to talk about Jason real quick people have poo-pooed on Jason but I kind of like that character and I think it's just because it's nostalgic he's nostalgic for me
0: I don't think Jason's a bad character there's a lot of people who want to punch him in the face but I'm like (laughs) Ted yeah Ted from The Force of course doesn't like (laughs) doesn't like Jason Um, but I don't like that Senator guy Jason is not that annoying of a character I think he's played his part he's a Jedi who's helped find Ahsoka when when they needed a Jedi to find Ahsoka.
1: Right. She
0: probably would have drowned out in the middle of the ocean without Jason. Yeah. The story would have been over.
1: But Jason found her. Um, Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the character arcs. I've enjoyed... I'm just re-saying what I've said, but I've enjoyed Jason. Jason's been a good character.
0: Yeah, and... uh, uh... I guess that's all I got to say about that.
1: Jason's got to find the script.
0: Thank you for listening to the Smugglers Galaxy podcast. I didn't have it, but <laughs> I know the first line. If you could, please leave a like and a five star review of the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. If it's allowed, it really helps us out. Helps people find our show. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Send us an email, message us. This episode won't be on YouTube, but we got to get back to doing
1: that. Yeah, we do. I keep sending you the videos, and you know, don't do anything with them. So I haven't gotten like... any. Really? I keep sending them I TV. haven't
0: gotten any in a while. The ones that I I post are the ones I get. I keep... I just assume you never send it to me. I send and, them... I'm too busy to... <laughs> to, to, to <laughs> I like...
1: send them to you on Google Drive, damn it, Jason.
0: All right, we'll, we'll get the next one. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Lori, for doing that this week. We really appreciate you sending us your thoughts and ideas. Uh, we love feedback. We'd love to make you part of a show like that. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Afonso Riviera for the Smugglers Galaxy logo. And thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the music. People, collect for the love of it. Hashtag vote with your wallet. Sabine will be on next week. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is